This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Welcome to The Void with Nick Woolley and Matt Stillman. Breaking news from our HQ studios in the NFL. The Patriots releasing quarterback Cam Newton. Of course, this before the 4 p.m. cut line across the league there. Uh, Newton returning for a second season after a year when he had so many injuries, turnovers, not quite grasping. The- McCorkle. Welcome to the void. It's McCorkle time. With Nick Woolley and Matt McCorkle Stillman. Stillman. What, a, uh, what a series of events. McCorkle. It's Mac Jones season. McCorkle season. In New England. I cannot wait. You're excited, aren't you? I am a McCorkle fan only because he's he's got a funny name. I woke up early this morning and... Uh, and he looks funny. I got the alert that Newton was released and I immediately picked Mac Jones up off of the waivers. Not because I think Mac Jones is going to be that good, but because the Patriots have the easiest schedule defensively in the league and the easiest schedule for quarterbacks this season. They're playing against some of the worst defenses in the league. So Mac Jones wasn't even drafted in my fantasy league and I'm in a keeper league. So if he performs well this season, I can keep Mac Jones for a 16th round pick and I could just, you know, it hurts to do it, but I could get rid of Mahomes and use that second round pick on another position like running back or receiver. McCorkle. McCorkle. You're big on McCorkle, aren't you? He looks funny. That video or that picture of him where he's like fat and he has the cigar in his mouth. Very funny. It is funny. So McCorkle. So Alabama just breeds quarterbacks. No. Jalen Hurts and Tua turn the ball over. No. Not good. McCorkle. Yeah. That's where it's at. So Matt. Yeah. Matt had a live stream last or he's been streaming lately. He's been on an absolute roll. Why don't you tell these people how your stream went? Listen, I played Madden, and I did not play well, but I played Madden, and we continued the franchise that I started. I started it on Sunday, played it yesterday. We went 1-3 the first day, and then the second day, we went 0-4, I think. So, uh, not great, but my next stream, I don't think I'll be playing Madden, I think I'm going to play Minecraft or Pokemon or something. So well, you should have you should have one one day of the week set for Madden and one day of the week set for other games so that you have a constant series going on. But you should have two series. Madden going Mondays. On. Madden Mondays. That was easy. Boom. Okay. And Wednesday, it's like variety. Yeah. Whatever Wednesday. Yeah. Whatever Wednesday. Whatever Wednesday. So yeah, if you guys want to check Matt out, what time you think eight p.m. would be the start time? Eight or seven. Seven or eight. Seven or eight. Yeah, around then. Probably more seven. I would follow Matt's Instagram or Matt's. Add Matt on Snap. Matt, what's your Snapchat? Uh, my Snapchat is what Mattman three one one two. That's my Snapchat. <laughs> Something like that. Mattman three one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So go ahead, at Matt. Uh, add Matt, and you get all the. Or updates. just go to our Discord. Our Discord go is where our- I'm gonna be updating and asking people questions. So our Discord is where it's at. That's linked in our bio on, on Instagram. our Void Insta, my Instagram. I mean, you'll find that anyway. The Discord is probably where you want to be if you yeah, want you the get updates, updates on the Void when I go podcast. live on the Discord. Or you could just follow me on Twitch at MattGuy18, and then you'll see, you know. Yeah, we've been killing it. Um, we have plenty of followers. Um, we have about 200 people in the Discord as of right now. Um, they're all getting the information first when it comes to streams. Uh, if I'm doing like a TikTok uh, live stream or Matt's doing a Twitch live stream or if a podcast comes out or if anything important ever happens, the first uh, the first group of people to find out other than the Patreons are always the Discord. Speaking of the Patreons. Speaking of the Patreons, that's what I'm pulling up right now. Awesome. So while I'm pulling that up, you... Do we have? Do we even have any iTunes reviews? No. 
No five-star reviews this week. Guys. For the second week in a row. Literally, Matt will eat a ghost pepper. I want to eat one so bad. Not many people out there are making these promises where they'll eat a ghost pepper. There are very few, actually. Very few people are willing to destroy their throat in the way of eating a ghost pepper. What is wrong with you? So, what? Matt wants his throat destroyed. Via ghost pepper. Via ghost pepper. Via ghost pepper. So, Jeez. it's very simple, Matt. Tell these people what they got to do to achieve ghost pepper. We just need to get to 105 star reviews on both our podcasts, and then boom, easy. I eat a pepper, I die live on the podcast, or live on stream. Depends on how, or both, probably both. <laughs> we would definitely live stream it. Yeah, it on, would be, on the Instagram or on Twitch, however we want to do it. Yeah. Heaven, where is, there it is, Patreon there it is. login. do 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 What's Mario's favorite pair of jeans? Um, denim, 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 denim. I'm really stolen for time hard here while I look for these Patreons, Matt. You're gonna have to. We have a good story. We have plenty of good stories this week for the podcast, though. This episode's going to be a good story. If you, I know most people enjoy the stories and the life what experiences. What stories do we have? I've been writing them down all week. What What do you mean? What uh, Have we not have... We've had stories to talk about? Oh, yeah. You especially. Me especially. Oh, oh we're talking yeah. about that on the oh, podcast? I mean, yeah. I mean, they're not going to... The only reason she saw it was because it was on TikTok in the yeah, first place. Yeah, you're right. And you won't put this clip on TikTok. I'm not so. gonna. <laughs> I'm, not ah. gonna, I'm not gonna put this clip on TikTok. All right, I have our. Oh, did we gain another Patreon? Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait a minute. Hold on. Oh. Let me go to the booth review. Because if we did, we must celebrate in honor of this person. Yes. Allow me to look. If you would like to be a Patreon, you can go to our. Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, we have our first black hole. How much is that? That's twenty a month. I wait. What? What do they? What perks no, do we get? That's like a custom. Oh my goodness, we're at sixty four dollars a month now. Wait, wait, wait. Who's the? Who's the? Well, I'm gonna. We're about to figure it out right now, and they're about to get a a monstrous. What do they do if they are that? That. Yeah. Hold on. Anyway, if you want to be a Patreon, oh, all you wait. have to do is go to our Instagram. Mind is go blown to Nick, now. Or go to Nick's Linktree. Uh, you can find Patreon through that. Our Instagram, of course, is the underscore no, underscore void underscore, underscore podcast. It's the 50 a month. Which means he comes, he will be a feature on the Void podcast. If for 50? Yeah. Can we call him up right now? Uh, no, I don't have his contact information right now. So it'll have to be next podcast. We'll get them on. But Caden Savage is the new. So let's see what the benefits are because we haven't had anybody step up to the plate like this yet. Um, Let's go here. Let's go to our relationship manager. Sorry, this is my first time seeing this. So you got to understand we're pretty, uh, we're pretty ecstatic right now. Okay. So, they get shouted out once per episode, obviously. Absolutely. That's mandatory. Um, they get to write in a personal message twice a month for us to read out loud on the podcast. Okay. And kiss from Matt. Okay. And, um, where is it? And an appearance and an appearance in a future podcast. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. This is anyway. If you want to be a Patreon, you don't have to. You don't have to drop the fifty. You can yeah two dollars, five dollars, twenty dollars, however much you feel like, however generous you'd like to be. You don't have to be a Patreon at all, but we appreciate you and we get paid tomorrow. (laughs) This Patreon signed up yesterday. Okay. Anyway. Uh, you wow. go to our link tree on Instagram, the underscore underscore void underscore underscore podcast. Uh, go to Patreon. You could support us in any way you'd like. We appreciate you all uh, for listening to the podcast week in, week out. It truly is a blessing. You are all wonderful people. You are all wonderful people. We do appreciate you guys. And this, uh, this, is, this is amazing. 
Okay. So can we read the pot? Can we? Yeah, read the yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Let's 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 get into that. Um, okay. First of all, we have our our stars. Yes. Right. Okay. Let me pull up the stars first. Apply filters. Owen Migdell. Owen Migdell again. I think Owen Migdell. That's Owen two, Migdell. That's two. Okay. Two Patreon. Okay. Matthew Robert. Not Matt Stillman. Noah Davies, Sean Benson, Fatal Destiny, Aaron. Those are our stars, and we appreciate our stars. Then we go to Matt's shooting stars, of course. Get those loose ready. Carson Wires, Brock Flint. And now, for the first time ever, this is unbelievable, but we have a void. Wow. A void itself. Wow. Not a black hole, not a Nick shooting star, not a Matt shooting star, not a star. But an actual void in Caden Savage. You got it. Yeah. I'm even throwing some kisses in now. Okay. Okay. Wow. Unbelievable. Welcome to the void. Welcome to the void. Um, I guess after going through the Patreons, we'll go ahead and get into the sponsorship reads real quick. Obviously, you guys know the coldest water. Code Nick. 10% off. Very easy. So I cold. Like I don't even have to advertise that Haas because you guys have just been buying it left and right. It's like I don't even have to advertise it anymore. Uh, be the Haas.com. Use code VOID. 20% off your order. And last but not least, one of my favorite sponsors, Rogue Energy. Ooh. Rogue Energy, ladies and gentlemen, you go to the website. You say, oh my goodness, I want blood orange. Or I want maybe you like, it depends, whatever flavor you want. That's the flavor you buy. Some yummy stuff. Okay. Not only will your video game experience increase, you'll have a better time. Essentially crack cocaine. You'll be living life. It's literally crack that's legal and safe and healthy because it is a healthier alternative than some of the other energy drinks out there, such as Red Bull or G Fuel or um, whatever. Whatever the case may be. It's it's an organic, healthy alternative, and it tastes really good. You're going to go. You're going to buy your stuff, and you're going to use code THEVOIDPODCAST, all one word, the Void Podcast, you're going to get 10% off your entire order. Wow. So head on over there. It's already cheap as it is. Rogue Energy. Get yourself a tub and uh, use code The Void Podcast. Anyway, Mac Jones is the starting quarterback in New England. Woo, and And they also, the Patriots also just put Jared Stidham on the PUP list. So Stidham's pretty much out for the season. Also, Stephon Gilmore is out for the season. Which means Brian Hoyer is the only other quarterback rostered right now by the Patriots, technically. Other than McCorkle. Other than McCorkle, yes. David Bakhtiari is also out until week seven, I think. Or out for seven weeks. Really? Yeah, so we have no left tackle. Or we don't have our, you know... Number one left tackle in the league. Michael so. Thomas is also out for a lot of injuries today. Today's a bad day in the NFL. Today is a unless bad you're day. McCorkle Jones. Unless you're McCorkle Jones. Um, speaking of Patreons, I didn't get the chance to do this, but um, our void did in fact actually already send in something we have to read out loud. On the he sent in a message. I'm going to go ahead and check it real quick. Caden Savage says, hey, guys, I don't really have any questions or personal messages at the moment, but I just wanted to say that I really enjoy the content you guys make. Thank you both so much for that. Wow. We love you. That is enough to make a grown man cry right there. We appreciate you, Caden Savage. Um, as it is with all the Patreons, you guys send in the messages. We read them out loud. Um, in, I'm still kind of speechless, but... Fatal Destiny Aaron also says, I've been very, very sick the last week. Throat burn if you really care. Oh, Throat thank burn? Thank you if you do care. That sucks. So since Tuesday, my happiness has only came from chicken noodle soup and stand-up comedy. Me being so sick and tired had me not giving a question for the last uncut episode. My apologies. It's okay, Fatal There's Destiny There's no Aaron. no problem. So, because my mind has been on comedy so much, question for the podcast. This isn't really a question. I'd just like y'all to discuss this topic and give air answers on who the greatest comedians of all time are. And does Jimmy Fallon belong in that discussion? Absolutely not. No. Second question: What makes a great stand-up comedian? What makes a great What makes great comedy? Hmm. It's a fantastic question. I could spend hours talking about this. Take it away, Nick. Okay. So, as someone who's performed stand-up comedy before in front of a live audience, 
You have? I have at the Comedy Shrine in Aurora, Illinois. Wait, really? Yeah. You had like a whole act too? I had 10 minutes. Did you get the laughs? Did you get the... Did you get laughs yeah, out of the crowd? It was my one and only stand-up routine ever, and it was it was it was absolutely terrifying. Do you have video of it? I didn't take a video. I didn't tell anybody about it, just in case if it went. Brian screamed into the mic. Sorry, I saw Brian. Ow. Um. No. So I I was told, so these people found me off my TikTok, and they're like, "We'll give you ten minutes here to go ahead and do this." Is like my junior, senior high school, so this is still early days. So I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. But I was like, I can't tell anybody about this. Because if it goes, if people show up and it goes poorly, that's, that's, that's over. awful. But yeah. if I just go and I, it's terrible and there's no one there, then there's no harm, no foul. Yeah. I went and I, it actually went very well. So I didn't enjoy it. And it was terrifying. That sounds terrifying. And bro. the just thing is, about that, it's like, oh. there were other people that were going before me and they were awful. Really? Like there are some people that are just awful. That stinks. It was it was like an open mic night with like two or three guest appearances. I was one of those three guest appearances. Really? Yeah, but it was like low key, you know. Like no one in the crowd knew who I was, but it's just it's just like we know these three people will be funny. You're coming for these three people, and you were one of the three. people. I was one of those three people, for. which was cool. But no, they were there for like the other two. I was just kind of thrown in. Um. To the yeah good man yeah sorry no sorry, we'll talk about it in a minute we're, we'll talk about it in a minute yeah we'll talk about okay, it in a minute okay great um anyway the other two people were real comedians I if if I wasn't funny it's fine because the other two people were extremely funny but I was the first of the three to go okay so they would they would they what they did was they had all the open micers go and then I went next person and then the headline guy so the open micers go and. These people are atrocious. And that might be the only reason I had any confidence when I actually got up on the stage myself. Mm -hmm. But these people, it was really hard. I mean, I respect it. I respect them getting up on stage and like trying out their jokes and seeing what works and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. But that just looked like a hell. It looked terrible. I bet. So I'm sitting there just on the side of the stage just waiting. And yeah. finally, they're like, joining us, TikTok, whatever, Nick Woolley. And they get the clap, and they come up. Those lights are bright. Yeah. Those lights are so bright. You don't see anybody that's in front of you. And I remember the first joke I told was um, obvi- the entire 10 minutes was me telling the Betty story, like the water slide. I've told on the podcast before. That's not my go-to. Yeah, yeah. That's the classic. Yeah. So it worked, of course, because I knew that one was going to work. But my first joke was, um, it was something like, Obviously, I can't tell it, and it's not going to be funny because there's not a crowd. It's not, which I'll get to, which answers this question. But there is a study that said a way to calm down in stressful situations is to listen to music that you relate to. Okay. Sorry, I saw Kevin. He's walking inside with sunglasses. Too. Are you okay? Bro, Kevin's walking by okay? with sunglasses. Okay, why you keep looking out? We need to switch spots at some point. No, I, I can handle it. Sorry. <sighs> keep talking. Keep talking. There was a study. A study that if you're in a stressful situation, listening to music that you relate to cannot be calmed down because it says that there's someone else that's been there before. Okay. So, I listened to Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio. Now, I want you to understand that, like, one-third of the crowd is black. Yeah. So, immediately, I win them over. The black people are dying. Um, the white people thought it was funny too. I get to the Betty story, right? I tell that story. White people love that. They love water slides. They love all that. And so it just worked out. It was, it was, but it's, you have to really be strategic and know what the audience is all about. Um, and then I made another black, I made another joke that the black part of the audience liked. It was like a Stevie Wonder joke. Okay, so you hit all the you hit all the spots. I hit all the spots. I did everything I had to do. I had to, I wanted to make sure everybody laughed at least once. That was the goal. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but it's terrifying. And then I realized when I was up there that it it in most stand up comedians when they go on tour like it's an hour, and that is impressive. Ten minutes. Ten minutes was I thought hard enough. Yeah. As it was, but these people have to write out things that are and it has to be constantly funny the whole way through. And did you have like a note or did you just go off the dome? I was off the dome. Okay. I didn't, I didn't bring a notebook up there or anything okay. like that. Um, just cause I have that story memorized. I already knew what I was going to say pretty yeah. much, but it's a, 
half of stand-up comedy isn't even what you say. It's how you say it. Like, you'll notice great comedians, they use their hands a lot. They don't even they don't even use the mic. They just tell the story with their hands, and it's like how they deliver the joke can sometimes be funnier than the actual joke. Yeah. So there were people that would go up there and say things that would be really funny, but they're really nervous, and their, like, hand is on the mic, and they, like, have their right hand in their pocket, and they tell the joke, and it just doesn't work. It doesn't hit. Yeah. Which is why uh, stage presence is very... Important. But stage presence is hard when you can't see anybody that's watching you because the lights are so bright. Yeah. It's a very interesting feeling. Who the greatest the greatest comedian um ever? I mean, Matt, you don't you don't know too much about comedy, right? No. I've shown Matt some people, yeah. some comedians. We've talked about this before on the podcast, I believe. Um I showed him Patrice O'Neill. I showed him old Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. I showed him some Joey Diaz. I kind of want to say either Joey Diaz or Steve Harvey. Joey Diaz is, in my opinion, the funniest comedian. But being a comedian isn't all about just being funny. Like, it's about your writing ability and your performing ability. Joey Diaz isn't that great of a performer, but he's just really, really funny. Like, his funniest moments are in podcasts. It's not mm-hmm. on stage. So, that I wouldn't say. I would say Dave Chappelle is the greatest of all time because he had his own TV show. He would produce his own episodes, write his own skits on top of being like the best stand-up comedian with the best Mm -hmm. stage, but like all around excellent. So Dave Chappelle's the goat and Jimmy Fallon. I wouldn't even consider a comedian. I wouldn't consider any of the late night show hosts comedians. Comedians. I think they they have a, I think they're just funny. They got personality, I guess. Um, I don't know. And the second question, what makes a great stand-up comedian? And what makes great comedy? Great stand-up comedian, um, in my personal opinion, I think a great stand-up comedian would be someone that is not only funny, but like I said, has the stage presence. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. And is able to write really well. Yeah. That's probably really important. Now, I ma- just remember on like America's Got Talent, whenever comedians would go up, there would be some that are like, you yeah. know, the, every comedian had like their different styles. So like some comedians, you know, they were like, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. then there were some that were like really awkward, but they were like funny awkward. Yes. So that was, those were the only ones that like landed there. Like if they were awkward and they like couldn't get a joke out, then it sucks. But like, I don't know. Some people could pull out, pull off. KP stopped by the podcast room. Everyone's waving today. Matt's getting so sidetracked right now. Yeah. Unbelievable. Biting his lips. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Um, but yeah, there's there's multiple. There's like I said, at that when I was at that stand up comedy thing, there are some people that you're just like, why are you doing this? Yeah, because you could tell they're there like every Monday, and it just failure. It stinks, man. Imagine being the owner of a place and being like, this. There's this one guy that just keeps coming to you, and he's like, can I tell my jokes this week? And the guy's like, oh, I can't say no. The worst thing is that about those open mic nights is most of the time there's not three people that people come to see. It's usually just that's all it is, just the open mic night. So you're literally performing for other comedians. You're not performing for people that want to laugh. So then it's just I kind of want to go to one. of. We should go to one of those. They have a bunch of them in Fort Wayne. We should go to some in Fort Wayne one night. Just like go down there. Just go tell jokes. No, not tell jokes. Just sit down and watch. Matt, it's painful. I know, but that'd be funny. It's painful. I would laugh at some jokes that were like painfully bad. Yeah. I I would have to. All right. We'll, We'll make it. We'll make another deal here on the podcast. If. That'd be a good vlog too. If we get 100 reviews. On both podcasts, 105 star reviews. You'll eat the ghost pepper. Wait, we should do something with our. How many Patreons do we currently have? 10 right now. If we get to 20 Patreons, we should go to Fort Wayne. And would we. Should we vlog it? Well, here's. Well, I'm going to get to this. Okay. If we get to 100. If we get to 105 star reviews on both podcasts, Matt eats the ghost pepper. If we get to over 20 Patreons, I will personally sign up for one of the open mic nights. And Matt will record it, and we will we will vlog our experience. Yo, that would be an awesome vlog. Not a bad idea. Okay, so more twenty or more. So if we get to twenty patreons, let's say I mean the new month starts tomorrow. If we can get to twenty patreons by the end of next month, yeah, I will sign up for an open mic in downtown Fort Wayne. Yeah, I will go up on stage, and Matt will record my set 
of like three to five minutes. That would be that awesome. That would be a funny vlog. That It'd would be, be so cool. It'd be pretty sick. And if we get to the 105 star reviews on both podcasts, Matt will eat a ghost pepper on live stream. That's awesome. It's a good call. I'm in. That'd be such a cool trip because we're already going to Cincinnati. Are we going to vlog that? Going to Cincinnati? I don't know. I don't know if we should or not. We could. I don't know. We whatever, could. Whatever you'd want to do. I don't know. It'd be fun. We'll see. We'll see. You know, hmm. I had an idea. What about a void YouTube channel? Where we would just upload. I would stuff upload. That we I would do. upload my vods. Oh yeah, you you could you upload could, your streams. And we your could clips do any. Yeah, we could do any uh, skits and skits. Or we could do any vlogs. Like that. That's not a bad idea. We could put highlights of the podcast on there. That is not a bad. That's idea. something to think about. It is something to think about. Just throwing it out there. I just mean, thought of that. Yeah, I could change my YouTube. Well, you know, you wouldn't use do that. I mean, I don't use the YouTube anymore. I could just change it to the void, make it a void YouTube, and then we could just upload our stuff on there collectively. I mean, it already all the people that are on YouTube are the same people that listen to the podcast, so it's not like they'd be like, "Where did you know?" Yeah, It'd be the void. So, yeah, we'll get on that. We'll think about it. We'll get to scheming. Something to think about. Something to think about. Sean Benson, uh, three Patreon messages. This is fantastic. We love Sean Benson. Sent a message. He said, "I would like you boys to rank the following gaming systems in order." Xbox One, Xbox 360, Xbox Series X, PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, PC, Nintendo, Switch. What are we ranking them on? I feel like that's hard to rank. How are we ranking them? There, there are so many different metrics we could like rank this by. all S tier. Okay. Um, I would say... The are, Xbox 360 is S tier just because all the memories I have from my childhood of playing all the games with my mm-hmm. friends on the party chat and all that, that's S tier. I would say Xbox Series X is A tier just because I feel like it's very way too similar to the Xbox One, but Xbox One is also A tier, so it's like it's not that bad. It's just an improved Xbox One. So Xbox One would be B tier, Xbox Series X would be A tier, Xbox 360 is S tier, just for nostalgia purposes. PlayStation? PlayStation 2 is S tier, because okay. I remember, I remember gaming play, I remember all the time. That's the only one I've ever, I've ever owned. Okay. Um, I never owned any other PlayStation as well, so I can't really speak on that. PC is S tier, because yeah, it's, it's better. that will always be around. Yeah. Nintendo, you got to take this one. Uh, I'll say Nintendo's are like a uh, Nintendo Switch, so put it like a B tier. That's fair. Yeah, it's not too. What fair. about Nintendo sixty four? N sixty four. I'll put that at like A tier. All right. I I'd think put, those are. I'd put the Wii at S tier, and I'd put the GameCube at S tier, and I would put the Game Boy Advance at around A tier. I'd put the Game Boy Color at A tier. I'd put the. Uh, that's all I got. Okay. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, so it looks like, okay. I'm so gangster, I'm so thug, you're the only one I'm dreaming of, you see. Carson Wires sent in, we have so many Patreon messages. Yes. This is great. Uh, Carson Wires message for the week is, best college advice was given to me by my dad's boss. Okay. Don't take a life, don't create one. Okay, is that it? Yeah. So it's just don't have babies and don't kill anyone. No, 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 no. Don't take a life. Don't create one. Think about it. I thought that just meant don't kill anyone and don't make any babies. No. Wait, don't. Is it, wait, say it one more time. Don't take a life. Don't create one. So is it saying don't make a baby because it'll ruin your life? I'm I think confused. I think he... I think he messed up the quote. I, th- I think it's actually don't take a life, create one. It's like don't follow someone else's footsteps, create your own. Oh. That's wrong. Man, it is true. Who else do you see out here doing a podcast in this podcast room? Absolutely no one. This thing was a ghost town until Matt and I showed up last year. It's a good song by, is that Andy Lambert? Now my heart is a ghost town. Boom, 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 bo
That's a great song. That is a really good song. And now I want to ghost town. Yeah, great song. Oh. oh. Carson Wire says, hey, where was the live stream for this week's podcast? Nick, We're starting the live doing? streams up. No, don't worry. I was just, we need a little adjustment period getting back in school and everything. So All right, man. We'll be, we'll be on it. Don't even worry. I uh, do our Patreons dirty. Those that were not doing our Patreons dirty shop. I love that Sean Benson went from two dollars to two dollars and sixty nine cents. And you can too. That's honestly, yeah, you could put in any amount, so you could get a like. Yeah, you could. We, we allow custom amounts. So, so sixty nine cents, four twenty, six hundred ninety thousand dollars. It's up to you guys. It really is. Six nine six nine six nine. Okay. Owen Migdell also says. You are now a woman. What okay. actor are you marrying? What actor am I marrying? Yeah. Uh, what man are you? I mean, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, I was going to say. <laughs> That's not what I, I would go with. The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. No. After he didn't answer my DM, it's going to be Ryan Reynolds. I still can't believe he hasn't responded to my DM. That's so rude. And he also asks if... He also said, y'all never read my review. It's the OJ one. Here's the thing with iTunes reviews. There's a lot of filters that iTunes has in place. So if you leave cuss words or stuff like that or anything that could be a reference to something bad. Which one was it? Was it which podcast was it on? I, did, just check both. Oh, Lord. What did he say? It's OJ? OJ. But if it's for uncut, we'll save it for Friday. But if it was actually on the void iTunes. Then. I'm looking on the void. So speak while I look for it. Don't speak? No, it's probably on the other one, so. All right. Well, he also asked, if you can make one non-sport a sport and one sport not a sport, which ones? I would make NASCAR not a sport because it's the car that's doing the work. Now you yeah. can you can hit me with that. They're overheating in the car. They have to do breathing they lose exercises. They pounds lose fifteen in one pounds race. every race. They're sweating. I don't care. Touch grass, kid. <laughs> I don't care. Go outside. Are there any balls in that sport? No. I don't care. I don't care. Because if it was Rocket League in real life, then I'd get it. Because it's forty no. people. There's only one winner. It's so you want me to watch thirty nine losers and I only get to see one person win? Get out. Give me a fifty fifty chance. Give me a side to root for. I mean golf is a sport and that's like individual too, so That is different though. That is different because golf actually requires do you know how hard golf is? No, I'm saying We both have driver's license. We both have a driver's license. We yeah, but both. we wouldn't do well in NASCAR. NASCAR is really hard. Uh, I, yeah, no, but we could still do it. Golf is harder than... I would say golf, being a top... Being in the top 1,000 golfers is harder than being in the top 1,000 race car drivers. Probably, yeah. Absolutely. Golf is probably the hardest sport to play. There is a website that ranks the sports in uh, in order from hardest to easiest. I'll pull that up in a second. Um, but I think we have another. Golf is really hard. Golf is extremely hard. But I don't know if it is the hardest sport. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. Uh, Jasper Heathfield asks, just one question today, but an important one. Why is Ricky Bobby the best movie of all time? I haven't seen it. That's sad. I haven't seen a lot of movies. That's really sad. But you know what I have seen? It is the greatest. The Princess Bride. Great movie. I did watch that last night. So good. Josh B., question for the pod. Since you guys don't eat healthy, do you guys work out daily for volleyball? I mean, technically we do work out daily. Oh, yeah, I guess we do. We walk, I mean, we walk everywhere on campus, except for Nick, who sometimes drives because he's lazy. But we do play a sport every day. I drive you. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Like, I'm cool with walking, but you're like, I'm driving, so I'm like, anytime, all right. Anytime I've driven, you've come with. And well, yeah, because you offer it. Here's I, Matt. Here's I'd, Matt complaining about the I, alternate route bit, we had I'd to take feel. this morning on our walk to class. Why are we walking this way? <laughs> this is my legs hurt. My legs, the bottom of my foot scraped off. That's Matt. <laughs> And That's funny, man. We got good stories coming in a second, but I think we, our, the questions are out of the way. We have good stories coming after this, but we have to look at this. Is uh, ESPN ranked the toughest sports? Is hockey? Hockey has to be high up there. Hockey's hard. Hockey is the second hardest sport after golf. No, 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 no. So here it is. Uh, this is 
Wait a minute. This is page two. I want page one. Where Whoa. can I? Where can I find? Where can Man, I, find? I need to stand up for a second. We should do the podcast standing. No, because then we walk away from the mic all the time. Oh, I'm gonna stretch. I need to put a podcast on my team. Ooh. Okay, so here we go. We'll do the top. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We'll go over the top ten hardest sports according to ESPN. Uh, they did it. They graded every sport's endurance, strength, power, speed, agility, flexibility, how nervous it will make somebody, the durability, the handling ability, and the analyzation components of the sport. Okay. So we'll go top fifteen because this should be this should be short. Rodeo. Is at 15. Interesting. Which, steer wrestling? What is rodeo steer wrestling? That's wrestling a bull. Okay. I would imagine that's Yeah, that's wrestling hard. a bull. Uh, 14 is lacrosse. Okay. 13 is rugby. Okay. 12 is water polo. Oh, man. Water polo is scary, man. They beat each other under the water. They, they like drown hold, each other. Yeah. I mean, I let's see where that ranks on the... Uh, for power... For power, it is up there, but it's it's. I think it's the biggest endurance sport. Yes. That makes sense. You it's have to the tread second, the whole it's time. The second, it's the second biggest endurance sport. Um, the number one sport takes the cake, and I think every for every for single category except for speed and flexibility. Okay, well, keep going after uh, after water polo. Water polo is actually tied with alpine skiing, oh. so they're both ranked eleventh because okay. they tie. Then soccer comes in at number 10. Okay. Number nine is baseball and softball are both tied. Really? Okay. Um, It has a very low endurance score. The only reason for baseball flexibility is a perfect 10 out of 10 needed in baseball. Hmm. I didn't think you need to be that flexible. Is that flexibility or is that... I would like to see. I would like to see if uh, you don't need to be flex. I don't. Uh, uh, that doesn't make sense. To I me. think it is flexibility. Oh, I'm sorry. It, it's a. I'm looking at gymnastics, which is the next one. Baseball ranks really low, except for handling, because it is really hard to hit a baseball. That makes sense. Okay, so baseball, softball. That's nine. Number eight is gymnastics. Okay, that's no shocker there. Number seven is tennis. Tennis is really hard. I cannot believe that. How? Matt. I like For listen, some reason, listen. Matt thinks tennis is something you can just go play any yeah, day of the week. You can. It's just like basketball. It takes more endurance to play tennis than ice hockey, according to this list. Right. It takes more endurance to play tennis than lacrosse, rugby, water polo, alpine skiing. Tennis is like no joke. Keep reading the least. I cannot least. believe how easy you think tennis is. I don't think it's that easy. I just think it's as easy as basketball to play. Oh. Like, you could go out and play tennis just as you would basketball or pickleball or... Have you ever played tennis? Yes. I played it in I, middle school. All right. Number six is martial arts. Okay. Number five is wrestling. Okay. That's... Yeah, wrestling is hard. Number four is basketball. Number three is football. Two is ice hockey. And number one, do you have any guesses? When I say it, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's definitely the hardest. Uh, shuffleboard. Boxing. Boxing is the hardest sport. That makes sense. Uh, according to ESPN's that makes a lot of sense. sports skill page. Um, and apparently this caused a lot of controversy whenever they controversy were Controversy, as one controversy would say. Controversy whenever this was released. That's and, interesting. Uh, that is an interesting list. And then... When the Olympics started, uh, the Olympic Committee came out with the three hardest sports, according to their sports science sports and sports science. medicine experts. Okay. Uh, according to the Olympics themselves, water polo was number one for hardest sport. Okay. For most strenuous, most physically strenuous sport was water polo. Gymnastics was the most for mental toughness and technical ability and okay. flexibility. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then... Um, Swimming tied with boxing and decathlon for third. Okay. 
Um, and surfing came in fourth. Surfing, really? That's interesting. I mean, yeah, surfing would be... Surfing it seems really, really hard. Like, it seems like such a hard thing to get really, really good at. But, like, I didn't think it would be that, like... Is it that physically demanding? Um, like, because I don't see golf as a very physically demanding sport, but I know it's really hard to hit a golf ball. It's physically demanding because you have to spend your entire day looking for the right wave. So, you, like, have to st- swim nonstop okay, that all makes day sense. to get to the I guess. Okay. proper location, I would assume. Um, I know it would probably be a really technical thing, and surfing sounds very difficult. I'm not saying surfing sounds easy at all. I'm saying tennis sounds easy. I'm not saying surfing sounds easy. That's fair. All right. Um, so, uh, I mean, yeah, let's get let's get to the replay real quick. Ahead. So I get to my classroom. I walk in. So next to this, uh, I walk in. So next to this girl, she's like, "Oh, my stuff's right there. Don't mind it." I'm like, "Don't worry." And then <laughs> <laughs> I sit down, uh, and she whispers over to me. She's like, "We're we're writing a hundred words on Diet Coke right now." I'm like, "What? <laughs> what are we doing?" So go. So, what you guys just heard for the third week in a row? Second is- week in a row. No, because we talked of the the well, the second pod- week. Well, yeah, second week, third podcast, third podcast in a row. Uh, so basically, Matt told that story on it would be this podcast a week ago. Yeah, with when Ben was here talking yep. about football. Matt tells that story. I posted on TikTok. I get sixty thousand views. Yeah. The girl he sat next to saw it. Well, so what happened is that her roommate saw it. Her and, roommate follows me on TikTok. Yeah, and right. commented. Tagged her, is this you? And because she heard Diet Coke and she heard that we were talking about that from yep. her roommate in class. So then she sees it because she's tagged in it now. Absolutely. And she tags me and goes, is this me? I like both comments. She, <laughs> What a savage. She. So then I get into class. I see that right before my class. So I was sitting and eating breakfast by myself. I see that right before I go to class. I'm like, oh my God. No chance. <laughs> There's no way. Because I didn't think she was actually going to see it. So, I, I, you know, I walk I walk into class. I sit down. I'm like, she wasn't here last class. Maybe she won't be here. Like, maybe, maybe she I don't dropped have to, out. Maybe I don't have to, you know. See what, she walks in. She sits down next to me. She's talking to her friend that sits to her right. She's talking, whatever. And then right before the class starts, she turns over to me and she goes, so... <laughs> I'm like, I know what's about to happen. Oh uh, boy. She's like, she said TikTok, and then I started laughing. Just like just like as soon as she said TikTok, I started laughing, like kind of like a embarrassed chuckle, you know, like uh and she asked me about it and I'm like, Yeah, I got my podcast with my friend and you know, I thought it was a funny story, so I you know, I told it on the podcast and then no, she she seemed fine about it, you know. She laughed she, it off. She, she cool laughed it off, and then you know during class she would do her usual stuff, where she, like someone would say something stupid, she like look at me and go like you know like Ugh. so everything like, was normal. Yeah, so we're like we're like cool. We're just like you know class friends. You know how it is, and yeah, but yeah, that was just class friends. But yeah, that's just how it is. Just class friends. Yeah. Yes. I just come over to the apartment and do some homework as class friends. No, no, no. But um, I found out today that she's she sits next to me in my algebra class. Did she I talk just, to you? I didn't even know. No, she doesn't talk to you. No, I haven't. I haven't set up. Really? Well, she was laughing a lot today. Like she, she. I think her friend was texting her about like. I think I didn't think she realized I was in her class either. It might have been her first day in the class. I don't know. She doesn't talk to you though, because she like literally will like talk to me about what we're doing. She in class. seems talkative. She's to a very other talkative people, person. But, uh, she didn't. She didn't really. Not you. No, I guess not. She doesn't type. Anyway, so that that's fantastic. We got we got how much? I I put some stuff in my notes here for this week. Ah, one thing I want to talk about. This is something that's been playing on my mind lately. Oh, really? Being ambidextrous. Yeah. I'm somewhat ambidextrous. Okay. I feel like everyone to a point is somewhat ambidextrous. Not me. There are some sports where being ambidextrous could help a lot. Like in baseball, you have switch hitters. Um, in volleyball, if I guess if you could hit with your left hand and right hand, that would be pretty big because you could, you could play outside or right side. It opens yeah. things up. Soccer, obviously, if you could, you want to use be able to use both legs. Yeah, just you can kind of well. do that even if you're not right-handed or left-handed, though. You could still usually kick with your left foot. 
I, I used can't. to play soccer. I can't carry my left foot. I mean, I, not as well, obviously, but you could still pass well. Anyway, this poses the question. How big of a difference would it make if there was one day an NFL quarterback drafted that was ambidextrous? What do you mean? Wait, what? How big of a game changer would it be if one day there was a quarterback that was drafted that threw just as well with both arms? That'd be really cool, but I don't know how much of an advantage that is. Really? Is it that much of an advantage to be able to... I, I, I don't know. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm trying to talk about it. That's why I'm thinking. I feel like that would just hurt more than help. I think you could come up with some sick plays. Well, I just feel like on film, you'd be like, okay, he often rolls to his left when he is throwing left-handed, and he often rolls to his right when he's right-handed. So then you could easily contain that and force them to go the... I guess, well, I guess then you just, you know, switch over. And so I guess that's an advantage. I don't know. Also, you'd have to... Your right tackle would become just as important as your left left tackle. tackle, yeah. Which would... You would then have to boost your O-line. But I had this conversation with Ben the other day. Apparently, receivers can tell the difference between a left-handed spiral and a right-handed spiral. Really? Yes. And everyone prefers a right-handed spiral. Hmm. I don't think it makes that much of a difference. Like, if you threw a ball, if a left-handed person threw a ball at me and a right-handed person threw a ball at me, I don't think the spiral really matters that much. Hmm. But I'm, I'm trying to think in what I think play action wise that helps a lot. Yeah. Because that saves the time of like if you do a play action. Yeah, right, and you're facing one way, so you don't have to like switch your feet just, over real quick and then throw. You can just. You but know. the thing where I think it would be sick is you could mess with teams all year. So like at the beginning of the year, you could have certain plays that if your quarterback is facing right, you have your receivers run right. So whenever they see it on film, you switch it the next week so that whenever the quarterback's right, the guys go the other way. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's just a lot of... I guess there is more mind games, but that'd be really hard to get footwork down. I guess, like, I don't know how big of a deal that is, but, like, drop back both ways. Dro- yeah, that would be... It would be a process. It would be something cool to watch, but... I don't know. I also wrote down for this week's podcast something that really pissed me off the other day. Before we went in to record our... or After we recorded our uncut podcast. Like, five minutes after. Something just fall in my headset. I don't know. <laughs> I keep hearing this. Do you hear this? Yeah. It sounds like something's shaking on the side of it. Yeah, something's shaking. I don't know, bro. I'll give you something that's shaking. Anyway, so we... <laughs> Matt and I walk to go into the bathroom after the podcast, and there's what? one person in the bathroom. <laughs> there are three stalls, and this guy is in the middle stall. I've been disrespected before. I've been spit at. I've been slapped. But I've never been checkmated that hard. I've never been checkmated. My entire life. I've never seen such an alpha male. I've never seen such an alpha move. Yeah. In my life. Yeah, that was intimidating to be sure. We both, so then we both proceeded to go in the stalls. Yeah, then we both went into the stalls. What? Different stalls. A lot of people don't understand urinal etiquette. Yeah. And this guy apparently didn't. Or he did and he was just... I don't know if this guy had weird things going on in his head. I don't know what kind of games he was trying to play, but I didn't like it. I was not a fan. When it comes to a urinal, gentlemen, it's very simple. Everybody knows the rules. If there are three urinals, that middle you one... Take one and t- that you take middle, one and three. You do not take two. The middle one is to never be used in any situation yep. ever. Even if you're the only one in the bathroom... You never use the middle urinal. You take one and three. You do not take two. Guess what? Even if there's four urinals, you still take one and three. You take one and four. You take what? Well, yeah, you would take one and four. And leave the two in the middle open. Ah. Or you could take two and four or one and three. Yes, but there you just do has not, to be a space in between. You do not take one and two. You do not take two and three. You do not take three and four. There are certain scenarios in which it is acceptable, however, to go next to the person. The only time... It is ever okay. Desperation. As if there are only two urinals. Then it is okay to go side by side. Or desperation. It is also okay if all the stalls are taken as well. Yeah. Or desperation, as Matt says. Yes. Other than that, you people are ridiculous. If there are five urinals, you go one, three, and five. Correct. You do not go two and four. You never go two and four. So 
the the the. the even if it, even if one is a kitty urinal, you can only go in the middle urinal if there are odd numbers. If yeah. there's an odd number of urinals, yes. If there's an even number, you you go one every. You other. usually start all the way on the right because on the left is usually the kitty urinal. That usually, the ideal urinal setup would be five urinals, and the first guy goes all the way to the right. Yep. Second guy goes to the middle. middle. Third guy goes, Third goes to the kitty. Now, one. Nick, what if I walk into a bathroom with three urinals and the first and the third one are taken? You wait. Yeah, you literally you wait. You literally wait. You don't have to go in the middle one. We did this. This happened again before this podcast or a couple podcasts ago or whatnot. We were in the bathroom before our podcast. And I was in the first urinal. Matt was in the third urinal. Guy came in. Guess what? He waited like a normal human being. Now, Matt, yeah. you still need to tell me what you what happened when you looked out here earlier, and you were like, "I'll tell you later." Oh yeah, yeah. There so was what? this there was this couple sitting there, right? Oh there no, guy, there was this guy sleeping. Oh no, and his girlfriend walked up and just kicked him like really, really hard. Like a like aggressive. Yeah, it was like kick? an aggressive kick, but it was like playful, but it was aggressive. Like she <sighs> and she like smiled. She like smiled and she was laughing. Daddy's grumpy. This guy was sleeping. And she just kicked him really, really hard. That would have thrown me off as well. It threw me off. So that's why I gave you like that look like, whoa. Okay. The last thing I had written down, the last thing I want to talk about, something that is. Anyway, but before you switch it, we oh. were, when we just went to the bathroom, there are these things in the urinals. Oh, man. They're like little, I, I guess you'd call them little mats that have holes in them. Yeah, like little mats. Little little mats. No, like, yeah, they're just, they're little like, I don't even know how you would describe Filtration them. Filtration Yeah, they're like little filters, I guess, that you put on top. They got holes in them. Nick goes, why are those there? I simply now, say. Allow me, allow me to explain why I ask. Any guy knows that if you, you know, pee in a urinal, because of that little mat thing, it smells. It smells good. It smells really good. But. But so like. That is not why they're there. That is not why it is there. Most likely. Most, Most likely. likely it is there, I told him, because they don't want people taking a deuce in the urinals. <laughs> now, now this, po- this poses the question. You think that's going to stop me? <laughs> you could still stomp it down there and Do get you little think poop that's noodles going me? down the drain. Is what I told Nick. All that but. does is allow me to roll it up as a burrito and throw it at the wall. <laughs> Dude, in elementary school, the pranks in the bathroom. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. Like my my senior prank, these three guys literally stole a toilet from the school bathroom. <laughs> do you like do you understand how what do you crazy do with the toilet? That is, you know how insanely What do you like, even do with that? At that how point? hard it would be to not only unscrew the without making any noise, unscrew the toilet from the wall and, and then to, stealing and it to get it from the second floor school bathroom to your car without anybody noticing? Yeah, without getting caught. That's the insane. CIA should be investigating how this, these guys how these it. guys do it what they do what their techniques are because it is impressive yeah it is really impressive anyway what were we gonna say what was so, the last thing so something a lot of people probably don't know about myself there are two things you guys probably don't know about me the first being i am definitely afraid of large objects that move <laughs> wind turbines cruise ships airplanes now here's the thing if i'm inside of an airplane or i'm inside of a cruise ship we're good because i feel like i'm on the cruise ship's team yeah, I feel like yeah. I'm on the airplane team. I feel like we're all together in this. But if I'm the guy that's all on the that's directing together. traffic, terrified. That has nothing to do with the story, but that's just one of the two things you guys probably didn't know about me. The second thing you guys definitely did not know about me is that I did not know Amish people existed until <laughs> I moved here to try and for college. I, I literally had no clue. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was just a fictional character. Which blows my mind. I didn't. I mean, we're from. I'm, I lived in Kansas City for the first couple of years of my life and then I moved to Chicago so I haven't really been exposed to like a countryside setting or a, what would it be urban or rural 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 setting urban you've lived in urban your whole life correct cities, cities is urban I have not lived in a rural area now you live in a suburban area it's a suburban this is a suburban area no this is a rural area we're in a rural area. we're in a rural a anemone anyway no, but you live at home at your your mom's house as a suburban. Yes. Yes. Okay, so what we found out. So once I, I found out last year, 
after living here, I, I was going to Walmart. I was seeing some of these NPCs walking around. Yeah. No mask. They had no idea what was going on. Yeah. I don't know if these guys pay taxes, but I finally realized Amish people are real and they do exist among us. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. That part's out of the way. <laughs> done. I knew, I've known for a year now that Amish people exist. What I did not know is, you know, I know this is the clean podcast. These guys are badass. These guys do not mess around. Yeah. At Shrine, they are currently building a new engineering building. Yes. What do engineers do? Build. So do you think they hired a bunch of engineers to build the engineering building? They did. They did. There's plenty of engineers out there. But there's one guy in a group of engineers with, with, with hard pillars. The, they got their machines, their tools. They yeah. got their everything, their excavators, yep. whatnot. There's one man who... You can go out there anytime from sunrise to sunset wearing his suspenders, jeans, and hat. The king of the Amish just hammering away. Just absolutely <laughs> going to town on these nails. And so the first time I saw him, I said, well, that's nice of that guy to come help out. He's been here for like a week. Yeah. He has not left the work site. You go out there, dude hammers away. Matt, what is up, man? What's on your mind? <laughs> nothing, man. What's on your mind? No, man? there's nothing on my mind. Well, no, I think you should talk about it. No, that's not, just, not, not, not in detail, but just something just, you've noticed. No, something the, you've noticed over the past couple weeks. Uh, Nick, so just for everyone on the podcast, Nick has a girlfriend. Correct. Uh, Nick will try and he will see a woman in the halls if we're walking and he will go, Matt, date her. Date her now. Time Do out, it. time date out, time her out, now. Time I don't just say it for any woman. I say it with women that have heartbeats. I say, Matt... I don't, I don't, I don't push Matt to go for it, but I just throw the idea in his head. I like throwing ideas in Matt's head. So if I see any girl that's somewhat attractive, or he knows them, they're nice. Uh, Nick will go date her, date her now, do it, do it, date her now, talk to her, false. go talk to her. False, incredibly. Let's play false. a game. It's called Meet Matt Stillman. <laughs> <laughs> My brother said that's awesome. Incredibly false. Well, it's not false. You will do that a lot. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I encourage yeah. it. I yeah. encourage. Yeah, you do. You can't lie. I like to lead Matt the correct way because sometimes, you know, Matt doesn't have the best taste in women. We'll be fair. Let's be fair, Matt. We'll be fair. Sometimes. We'll be fair. Sometimes. Matt don't have the right taste in women. We'll be fair. And Matt and I have this ability for the girls in our friend group. Anytime they start dating a guy, Matt and I know after seeing a picture of them, if it's going to work or not, yep. we're 100% correct. Okay? Now, I am just looking out for a brother and there's a couple of girls, you know, I'll, I'll give them, I'll give them a hard time. Be like, hey, wait, you know, oh, Matt's looking, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll throw those out. But there's a couple of girls I'm serious about. I'm trying to slide my boy alley-oop, but he's refusing to dunk it. I'm not refusing to Matt, dunk it. Matt, Matt, when it comes to girls, because is you like give me the so San many- Antonio Spurs offense. They just don't stop passing the ball to the point where they just never end up shooting. It's just a shot clock violation. That's not true. That is Matt Stillman. That's so not true. Kawhi gets the ball, passes it out to Tony Parker. Tony Parker throws it in the post to Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan throws it back out to Tony Parker. He throws it back to Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan throws it across the court to Kawhi with no shot ever taking place. I want to encourage the passing. It's good to take time, but eventually, shooters got to shoot. Shooters will shoot and you gotta in explain, due time. Explain your reasoning for cuffing, because you said it's cuffing season. It's cuffing season. I don't want to get. I don't want to cuff during cuffing season because that's when it all happens and usually and they don't work out usually. So if I cuff during cuffing season, I just need another, another uh, statistic. Just, yeah, just another statistic. You so know? ladies that listen to the podcast, here's what's gonna happen. <laughs> We're going to host an open dating show for Matt <laughs> where women can call in during the ne- during the uncut podcast. That'd be so funny. DM the phone number. We'll call you on the podcast. <laughs> if you are interested in Matt Stillman rules, you must be over 18. That's a great rule to have. That's a great rule. It wasn't Matt's rule, but it was no, my rule. No, that's rise. my rule. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, that would be funny. That would be We're really funny. We're not going to do it. No. I mean, we might. No, <laughs> yeah. We're not going to do we that. We might. It'd be really funny, might though. do it and just not tell Matt that we're doing it. <laughs> be a good prank. No. Matt does stream on Mondays and Wednesdays, though, if you guys want to get a better look at Matt. Matt and Mondays and whatever Wednesdays. I don't know if I'm going to get a haircut soon. Like, if I don't know if I'm going to keep trying to grow it back or if I'm just going to go back to the old she, haircut. Is this because that kid commented in the Twitch chat, Matt keeps trying to slick his hair back but keeps cutting it? No. Oh. No, I was just like, I don't know. I can't get it to slick back. Like consistently, it'll just do the it's middle part. I don't enough. like the middle part. It's not. You have to wait for it to grow before you can slick it back. 
How right. long is it going to take, you see this man? Guy, you see this guy behind me with this long hair sitting in this couch? Okay. I can't see from this angle. Well, he has long hair. And at some point, you have a weird, awkward phase of hair where it's stuck in a bowl cut. You just got to power through there, put it in a headband. Man, grow your hair out. I'm trying. No, but you're going to get it cut. Don't get it cut. Grow it out for the ladies. You know what I mean? No, I mean. Wacky slash. Matt's been partying, too. <laughs> Matt's been going to the parties. He's putting himself no. out there. He just doesn't shoot. And that's okay. That's okay, Matt. I want you to... What's up, bro? Get out of here. Get out of time. I'm just joshing. You know I like to give you a hard time. I'll give you a hard time. This is the clean podcast. I want to give Matt a hard time. This is the clean podcast, I know it is. You have not been very clean. I have been clean. I've been PG-13. That's the rule. The rule is we have to keep it PG-13. That's what it said on the sheet that they gave us. Anyway, back to the Amish guy. So the Amish guy is out there for like a week. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. This is insane. Yeah. That he's the only Amish guy out there. And then the next day, his son is out there with him. Yeah, I saw. I saw. Yeah. The son is out there wearing the same outfit. Are you sure he just didn't duplicate just, himself? He might have duplicated himself. <laughs> they are making significant progress. They're multiplying. <laughs> the Amish. They're everywhere. They're in the trees. Amish run this town, man. But the amount of work these people are getting done is unreal. You think Andy Brown is the head of comms department? No. It's the Amish. I just think it's impressive. Oh, yeah. How is Matt, talk about how comms has been going for you. It's awesome. And Matt is enjoying comms. We read something the other day, and I actually read it, which was crazy because I don't like reading usually. Let's hear about it. I don't really remember what I read, but awesome. I did read it. <laughs> but uh, how would you say comms compares to uh, engineering? I like the openness of answers. I don't need to be... Uh, it's more opinionative. You know, you can have your own opinion in the answer. There's not one right answer, which is very nice. Makes me feel smarter. Because when you get the wrong answer, that that stinks. But there aren't really any wrong answers in comms, which is nice. There are no wrong answers. Sorry. What are you putting in? I'm going to go ahead and email Josh the information now so that hopefully this podcast can go up today instead of tomorrow. Gotcha. Uh, the Vikings have solved their tight end issue as they are trading for Jets tight end Chris Herndon in exchange for draft pick compensation. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Chris that's Herndon. an immediate pickup. Hold on. Are you kidding me, bro? Well, dude, I have Gronk as my only tight end. Oh, well, yeah, you definitely need another tight end. But they have Irv Smith. So now they have Chris Herndon and Irv Smith. Who do the, t- who do the Jets have? Who's the Jets' new starting Irv Smith is hurt. Uh, Isn't he? I don't know. I could. I, I didn't even know. Wait, is, is Irv Smith hurt? That's Hold a great on. question. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, Irv Smith. Uh, Irv Smith is out, but I don't know. Hang on. What's his injury? What's this guy's injury? Oh, he's having surgery this week. Oh. He's having surgery on his knee. So how much time is he going to miss? Is Kyle Rudolph retired? No, he's on the Giants. What? Yeah, Kyle Rudolph when is on the Giants. did that happen? Over the offseason. What? The Giants were like, let's just take all of the NFC's players. So they took uh, Kenny Galladay. They took Kyle Rudolph. So I add Chris Herndon, you think? Yeah. If Irv Smith's injured, Absolutely. Who do I drop on the bench? I got James Conner, Corey Davis, Devontae James. Parker, Nicole Hardman. Do I drop Nicole Hardman? No, keep Nicole. Really? Yeah, keep Nicole. So who do I drop? Wait, do who I? are your players? On Maybe. my bench. Okay, so I, I could drop Gronk for Herndon. Yeah, 
Gronk's not going to score too many points. Because Gronk's not the he's, starting... He's a boomer bust every week. Isn't Gronk the backup? He'll either get... Yeah, he's not even the starter. Isn't Cameron Brait the starter? Something like that, I think. I don't even know. I mean, he's really only used as a blocking tight end and the occasional go on a go on a vert, catch the ball. Let's see. It's not like he's used every single play as a receiving yeah, tight end. Yeah, he's projected seven. Like he's not going to be. No, okay, Chris Herndon's so better. Herndon is good though, right? Yeah. Because people are people are hyping him up right now. Yeah, Chris Herndon's good. They're saying that he's showing promise. Is he? Was the last year's rookie year? I think so. Yeah. Oh, so he's young. Yeah. So this he's is young. He's great, not an old guy. This is a great waiver pickup for a keeper league. Yeah. I am. Season is You're showing. looking good promise. for the future. The future, just, the yeah, future the future is, is bright for you. Good. If I don't know about this year. Your team is this year, this year. I'm supposed to make the playoffs. It's 12. Listen, bro. Listen. Matt Matt hates on my fantasy team. I do hate on your fantasy I team. I don't know why. My brother sent me his fantasy team just now. I'm curious on what it was. First of all, let's start with my quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Then let's go to my running back, Josh Jacobs and Najee Harris. Oh, dang. My brother built a super team. Now, wide receivers, I don't have any star receivers, but I have a bunch of good receivers like Odell, Cortland Sutton, Cole Beasley, Juju Smith-Schuster, Corey Davis, Devontae Parker, me, Cole Hardman. Um, my backup running backs, James Conner, Sony Michelle, and I have ETN on IR. I'm, I might just end up release. I know I'm going to keep ETN in case he comes back early, but we'll see. I, I don't I, – we'll see. Matt, do you have anything else for the people for the podcast this week? Are we, like, done? Yeah. How long have we been going for? It's been, like, an hour and ten minutes. Really? Yeah. I hope so. I, I don't have anything else. I don't have anything else either. My brother just sent me, like, a super team in fantasy football, so I'm trying to figure out how many players are in his league because it looks ridiculous. Nice. Like, his re- receivers are DeAndre Hopkins, Stephon Diggs, and Keenan Allen. And his running backs are Nick Chubb. What, is he in like a two-person James Robinson. League? It must be. I mean, his running backs aren't as good. His number one is Nick Chubb. His second is James Robinson. His third is It's still off. so good. No yeah. ETN, James yeah. Robinson. I don't know. I think James Robinson is going to do good. I don't know what to do. Yeah. He's the only running back there, so. Yeah, well. Yeah, well, yeah. I ain't got anything else up. I don't, I don't either. <laughs> I guess right, we have well. to roll the outro. Let me just press this button right here. What that one? Right there. Thanks for listening to yeah, this presentation this of the Tri Broadcasting right Network. Oh. Have a nice week, guys. We'll see you Friday University. for the uncut. Learn more at trine.edu.